Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Friday, January 25. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky Oliveira, And I am Japheth Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this week. I want to thank you for uh, just this passage and again for the ability for us to be able to read it, the freedom we have to explore it, the, the complexity of what it calls us to, the struggle of what Paul was was facing and the struggle that exists still today. We know, Lord, that you are the one who can deliver us. You're the one who pulls us through it. We ask God for your strength and for your power in our lives. We ask this in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're back to the English Standard Version today for the final time this week. It's how we started the week on Sunday. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, subheading the whole armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and, as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. All right. Our final question for this week is this. What's the last thing you stood up for, stuck your neck out for, and was it worth it? Oh, wow. You can probably answer this better than I can. I don't very often stick, your stick neck my out? neck out. Because I don't, you're I don't, too grim? No, well, I mean, I just don't have that kind of a life. I don't feel like I'm in massively controversial situations where I have to take a big stand. Probably mm. the main way, these are kind of micro stands that I take, mm. I will often kick back against people who are critical of someone. Like I that's will great. say, that's not my experience of that person. It's different. Actually, that's And great. I will say why. But it's not that's like great. it's a big stand where there's anything really at stake. It, it, and I feel like if anything, you know, people don't, they don't really push back against that. Often they'll say, oh, I'm glad to hear that or something. So I've had that a few times just in the last week or two. When I was writing my sermon for last week um, and I was restudying the story of uh, Nicodemus, um, I, you know, comparing John 3 and then comparing John 19, uh, I came across the, the idea again about the tremendous risk that he took when he actually had to step out and uh, stick his neck out and say, 
Uh, actually, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That you guys have voted to kill him. You, you, you know, you've killed him, and now I'm going to go buy, you know, these seventy-five pounds of spices, which was very expensive, and and he had to be publicly known for this. And uh, it, you know, as I, <clears throat> I was, as I was studying that, I was thinking, um, what stops us sometimes from speaking up? And then, as I reflected on that, I'm thinking about this question. I know many times I've sat in many meetings and many conversations and actually there are many people in the room who all know that this is not right yeah silence is our way of disagreeing but actually not doing anything about it and it just it's just it's horrifying to to watch how we would rather just you know well you know it's just not the right setting so let's just it's a long game. Let's work this out, and, and so there's just this silence. That wow, that, that's so interesting because it was Martin Luther King Day at the beginning of the week, and that's something mm. that he wrote about. Is whenever um, he or other people involved in the civil rights movement would try to say, "Hey, you know, things need to change," there would be somebody who always says, "Wait, you mm. know, the time is not now," and it's like, "Well, when then?" When is the time? Right, and there is kind of. I think that's the way that. Um, kind of institutionalized power works is that it would always be convenient to make you think that there will be change in the future, but the future never comes. So that gives you hope that, oh, you know, they're, they're working toward change, but nothing ever is going to actually happen today. And so I think having to stand up and say, no, it's going to be today. That is a risky move because, you know, nobody's going to like you for that very well. So I believe, I believe that the, I mean, but what th- would it even be like? I think you even have to, even if you're like me, you're not in situations where you stick your neck out for things often. You still have to think, well, what would they be? Like, what would something be that I would think, you know what, I'm not backing down on this. What would be worth that? Because I think a lot of things, you, you can't make a big stand over everything. Otherwise, you're just kind of an unpleasant person who's... I think what, I, what, I try, what I'm trying to do for myself is, um, and it's very hard, is is to breathe through not defending uh, my reputation. Yes. Right? this is Well, what this you're talking really, about is actually being able to experience discomfort and live in that moment and not try and, to get out of it, not try to escape it by... And so, and so somebody says something and it's wrong, right? Yes. And so what I'm trying, what I've been practicing uh, the last few months is, is as best as I can is just to like say, yes. Sure, you know you you okay. you're right, and it's okay, and and just like I will not, I will not actually uh, defend my name, but if it's about the church or it's about someone else, then I will fight for it. Hmm. And so what it's done for me, it's like it's pushing me into a new place of thinking. That actually I'm. Well, kind you're of, not thinking about yourself. As I'm much. kind of enjoying uh, trying to be in that space because then I kind of like. It pushes me into another another sphere, and um, well, there is one school of thought that I, I kind of agree with yeah. that says that you should never explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember so, that. Yeah. No, I, I I've I've done that though, and I, I felt like I've needed to on, on on different on different occasions. But well, you know how sometimes people come along who demand explanations who don't deserve an explanation, like 
who are you to me that I have to explain well, anything to yeah. you? Why do I have that, to explain that hasn't my been actions? The reason what I've done but it, you but sometimes will have those too, where you yeah. get somebody who writes you an email. I oh, want you to explain. That's it's like, true. Who are you to tell me that I have to explain anything? That is true. I'm uh, sorry. That's I, just I, don't have, I don't have time to do all of those, but that's not the reason. Yeah, but I, I, I agree. What you mean. But I do. You're I being do more agree. gracious about it than I, I, do, I am. No, being. I do. I do agree. I do agree with you on that. I think that the thing that I'm I'm thinking about here is that. What is worth sticking your neck out is such a good question because um, there are things that actually are worth sacrificing over. And it's about actually those who who don't have a voice. Oh, and I just, I happened to watch one of my all-time favorite films with oh, yeah. our son when he was home over break. It was um, maybe a couple of weeks ago that we watched this. It's um, The Lives of Others. You remember this. You saw it with me years oh, ago. Okay. Das Leben der Anderen in German. So okay. it's... It's a German film. It has English subtitles. So it focuses on the time, this is in the mid-1980s when there was still East and West Germany, and this officer is a Stasi, secret, mm-hmm. an East German secret police officer, and he ends up surveilling a playwright. And he he is a very career-oriented, meticulous, you know, terrible interrogator. I mean, like when I say mm-hmm. terrible, I mean he's a very effective interrogator. It's mm-hmm. like a scary person. His job is his life. He wants to be promoted, but he ends up being so affected by this man, this man's approach to life that he protects him in the end. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a true story, unfortunately. If it were based on a true story, it'd be even better. But, um, you know, I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but you do see what somebody is worth what they think is worth risking something for and the price they pay to do that. And it does make you think about, well, you know, why does he do that? What causes him to do that? What would cause me to do that if I were in a similar situation? You know, and it's not like he gives up his life necessarily, but usually we're not looking at giving up our lives. Usually it's much, much smaller things, even just our reputation or something like that. No, I think that's actually what... um well, I think for me, there's many things that I that I feel like I'm sticking my neck out for, and many things that I'm standing up for right now. And and is it worth it? Yes, it's worth it. Um, and I I don't think it's worth it in the sense of like you know, great la la la. But I do think it's worth it in the sense of that the lives are really important, and that the journey of those who are working through their faith journey and creating space for those people is actually worth it. So for that reason. I would I would do continue to stick my neck out to make space for those who actually need space to discover Jesus. Good for you. So, uh, yeah, that's well what I'm uh, just working through. So, I, look, let me repeat the question one more time. Uh, what's the last thing you stood up for, stuck your neck out for? Was it worth it? Think about that. Talk about it with your friends. Uh, look after each other. Uh, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.